VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, it's a Tuesday live in Los Angeles. Lots to talk about. It's the Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day one hour from now. The Herd Hierarchy Top 10 Teams. We know the Chargers won't be in it. Will the Dallas Cowboys. I would say it was a nice road win for Dallas, but that was a home game. That was 70% Cowboy fans. Unbelievable performance from Dak Prescott. I thought Dak played as well as he's played in a year and a half. I I thought it was the greatest game of his career. Given the spot off the San Francisco loss where he was terrible, national TV, on the road, Dak was phenomenal. Made all the third down throws. Really good. Let's start with that. So Dallas, number one, their defensive front completely overwhelmed the Chargers' offensive line. When you can do that in any game, you win. Secondly, I thought Dak played about as well as Dak has played in some time. And yet, they almost gave it away. 11 penalties, that odd coaching decision, end of the first half. They butchered the tush-push, that weird special teams blunder. Once again, the Cowboys completely depended on talent. The details, the execution, not very good, except Dak. It's why they can often struggle or get blown out when they face a Philadelphia or a San Francisco that has as good a talent, but they're better in that execution stuff. It's not college football where the biggest brands have the significantly better players. Dallas almost gave this puppy away, but they face the NFL franchise, especially under Brandon Staley, that leads the league in giving stuff away. Blown coverages, blowing it on red zone fourth and shorts. That's what the Chargers, it's their brand. It's not Dallas's brand. It's the Chargers brand. Troy Aikman even called out the Chargers for a blown coverage at the 10-yard line. How you can blow a coverage at the 10, I don't know. There's no space. (laughs) The Chargers can do it. Now, let's look at the positives. First of all, aggressive game plan. Lots of Dak running and moving very early on. I like that a lot. Dak had become so dependent and so much a pocket guy 
Let him move as much as you can. And I thought a lot of that was schemed. A lot of it was on him. But they clearly told Dak, get out and move. And the pocket sometimes did deteriorate. A lot of his best stuff was Dak on the move. Second thing, Brandon Cooks is alive and well. Finally, they get Brandon Cooks involved in the offense. It had become very dependent on C.D. Lamb. But he showed up and made a couple of big plays. That is, you got to have two dudes. You got to have two dudes. Because they're not getting a ton out of the tight end position right now. And the third thing, without Trayvon Diggs, the secondary held up and did a good job. Now, Justin Herbert, completing almost 70% of his throws this year, missed a couple of open touchdowns. He does not do that. He did not play well, broken finger on his left hand, off, relentless pressure by Dallas, got hit early, moved around a lot. It felt like he was throwing things a beat early all night, and a lot of that is because he had to. It should be noted, Dallas's biggest play, despite how well Dak played, let's be honest, it was a nine-yarder that turned into a 60-yarder off a shocker whiff tackle by the Chargers. That was the big play. This Cowboy performance, it's not going to beat Detroit. It's not going to beat Miami and Buffalo. It's not going to probably beat Philadelphia. But Dak played really well. The D-line dominated the Chargers. They made big plays when they had to. So the 11 penalties, uh, the special teams blunder, uh, the tush-push whiff, McCarthy at the end of the half. In the end, it didn't come back to bite him. But we really don't know how good the Chargers are. It was a home game for Dallas, mostly 65 to 75% fans. Three years under Brandon Staley, No team blows more coverages, leads, and third and longs than the Chargers defensively. So a couple of big plays for Dallas win the game. Um, You feel good today. It was a, quote, road win. Uh, Good things coming up, but the schedule also stiffens. You got Philly. You got Miami. You got uh, uh, Buffalo. There's a lot of stuff happening for Dallas. But today, you come out west after last week's debacle and humiliation and it feels pretty good. Here's Dak. Yeah. Yeah, it was a must win. Why? I mean, it's early no, I mean, in the season. Yeah, early in the season, but three and three. Four and two or three and three, that was a, it's a huge difference. Uh, yeah, it, it just is. Four and two, second, second road win of the year um, against a great team, against a great offense, good defense, great defense. Uh, going into the bye week, yeah, I mean, we talked about after last week not, not allowing this thing to landslide, and obviously I think a win like this allows you to really close that book. Now, it would be nice if Dallas could tighten up the screws on details and execution, but I've come to terms with what Dallas is. If you single block Micah Parsons, they'll beat you. Brandon Cooks now, somewhat active, that's good. Dak, confident, healthy, moving, very good. They're never going to be the most buttoned-up franchise. But in most games outside of a Niner game, a Philly game, you can argue they've got as good a talent. And if Dak plays well and the defensive line dominates, which they did last night, they can win big games. All right, so uh, yesterday uh, was Bryce Harper's birthday. And he gave himself a present. Here it is. Now Harper, deep into right center, and he'll watch this one fly. Second home run of the inning. 
How about that for a birthday? Just turned 31 today. Harper launches his fourth home run of this postseason. I've never thought baseball stadiums are a big home field advantage, but the Phillies are 5-0 and at home in the playoffs, and the rest of the baseball teams in the playoffs are 6-14. and And Bryce Harper is a dominant player at home and just a good player on the road. The bank matters. They're 11-2 and in their last 13 at the bank in the playoffs, and Bryce Harper is a superstar player that truly connects with the city. Not all superstars do. Not all stars do. He never felt like D.C. They didn't have built-in history. They were the new game in town. The Phillies have tradition and history and have had their heart broken multiple times. They've been in a lot of wars, and this city and baseball team need Bryce. They're 9-0 and when he homers in the playoffs. He is significantly better at the bank than he is on the road. This year, he batted 352 at home, 234 on the road. The fans feed him, and he feeds the fans. It's a baseball love story for a city known for its brotherly affection. When you deeply connect with a fan base, it matters. Philadelphia at the bank is absolutely different, and last week, Bryce Harper talked about it. I love this place. Flat out, I love this place. There's nothing like coming into the bank and playing in front of these fans. Blue-collar mentality, tough, fighting every single day. I get chills, man. I, I, I get so fired up. I, 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 man, I love this place. Uh, for the record, Philadelphia is one of those traditional Northeast working-class cities. All they ask is that you bleed a little when you lose, that you care as much as they do. That's why Ben Simmons and his indifference was such an absolute turnoff. Bryce Harper loves the sport, connects with the people. You can feel it through the television. Home teams in the playoffs are 6-14. and 14. The Diamondbacks unraveled. The Braves were engulfed. Bryce Harper is the man. They love him. He loves them. And I think it's fabulous sports. Happy birthday to Bryce Harper. All right, J-Mac, a lot of critics today. I'll get to this after the break on Justin Herbert. A lot of critics today. Yeah. You know, I miscalculated the situation on the offensive line, column Without Corey Lindsley, I mean, that center clap got pushed around all yeah. night. And he got you banged can, up. Yeah, and Her Herbert drops back to pass, and the pocket is collapsing. Yeah. I think I saw the stat he was pressured on 47% of his dropbacks. Yeah. It, like, it, it, after the first drive, which you scheme up, they come off a bye. The Chargers and Herbert, he was basically running for his life. Austin Eckler, small crevices, no run game. Herbert running for his life. Listen, I watched Peyton Manning in a Super Bowl against the Seahawks. The greatest quarterbacks ever. If they get pressure, guard, center, guard, they're in trouble. And they couldn't block yeah. Dallas. It's interesting. You mentioned uh, Peyton Manning. Um, how many years did it take him to win a playoff game? Because all these people coming after Herbert online, oh, he's so overrated. He's Kirk Cousins. They're oh, calling good. him Phillip Rivers. I'm like, listen, it took Peyton Manning several years in playoff losses where he completed like 45% of his passes. By the way, had Tony Dungy, had great teammates. That is not a cursed franchise. So, I mean, although, oh, by the way, he started winning when he got the right coach. He got some experience. 
Justin Herbert's had Anthony Lynn and now Brandon Staley. And I don't want to take shots on Brandon Staley, but he's a defensive coach. And for three straight years, they've been 28th or worse defensively. Yeah. And this is a team that spends the most money in the league on their defense. Uh, Colin, also Herbert's third offensive coordinator already in his young career. By the way, I, I know we love this roster, you and I. We got to do some things. We, we, they, they need uh, JNC uh, consulting for this roster because I know people like Derwin James, but dude, two 15-yard dumb penalties? No, I mean, you got to... Like, Derwin, I love you, bud, but... But they got to move off an yeah. expensive safety. Khalil the other Mack. thing is Quentin Johnson, the first-round pick, is a whiff. He is not even targeted, and they are desperate for a big receiver because Mike Williams is out. So Quentin Johnson looks like... Now, maybe it's year two. He looks like a whiff. Somebody sat in this set and told us it's a whiff. And we, 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 we heard something. We, we can't say everything we hear, obviously, but... Concerns in the building. He's not even a target, and Mike Williams is out. Well, Mike Williams e- is done. He's not going to be here yeah, next year. So it's over. Not even a target. They don't even throw to him. By Can the I- way, uh, you know, we didn't mention 15 minutes into the show. Bosa? Was he on a milk carton last night? I didn't see him. I thought he was missing an action. Did he play in the game last night? I don't know. Yes, he did. Surely he didn't do a damn thing for the well, Chargers. I'm fired it. up, Colin. Jesus, loss hurt. Okay, we got a lot of stuff going on. Herd hierarchy in 50 minutes from now. Nick Wright stops by as well. Baseball playoffs, college football, NFL, more on the Cowboys. That's coming up. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467 
In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back on a Tuesday, Herd Hierarchy, 40 minutes from now, top 10 teams in the league. So for all the critics of Justin Herbert, and I didn't think he played great last night, we'll talk about that in a second, ask yourself one question. Take away your opinion right now. One question. Do quarterbacks get aided by head coaches? Do head coaches matter for quarterbacks? I don't know. Jared Goff was a bust, and then Sean McVay arrived. Alex Smith with Singletary, Alex Smith with Harbaugh, two different players. Tua with Brian Flores had a passer rating of 87. With Mike McDaniel, it's over 105. Peyton Manning, more to Dungy. And basically almost every quarterback Kyle Shanahan has ever had. Justin Herbert has had Anthony Lynn fired and Brandon Staley, who Charger fans would like fired. And yet... Pro Bowl, Offensive Rookie of the Year, playoff appearance in the AFC in a division with Mahomes, and he's 500 with Anthony Lynn and Brandon Staley. Last night, running for his life, broken finger left hand, no run game. He lost 20-17 to in a virtual road game to a team that's won 24 games the last two years. Mahomes got Andy Reid and stability. Justin Herbert, week two out of college, your starting kid behind the lowest-ranked O-line in the league, a head coach who is over his head. I'm sorry, folks, but he checks every box. He was a 4.2 college student, biology major. Big, smart, power arm, mobile, hungry, and humble. There are no boxes he doesn't check. But this is what we do with quarterbacks. I was writing a list today of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. It's a loose list. It's not necessarily in order. But I wrote down 10 quarterbacks who right now you can argue are the 10 best in the league. Let's take out Patrick Mahomes at number one. We've got a major criticism for all of them. Josh Allen at two. Can't win the big games. Reckless. Joe Burrow. Struggling to stay healthy three years in a row. Trevor Lawrence. Under 500 and has regressed this year. Justin Herbert, where are the big wins? Lamar Jackson, well, I don't love him in the pocket. Can't stay healthy last two years. Matthew Stafford, didn't win without McVay and can be reckless. Jalen Hurts, small and regressing. Jared Goff can't move, and Tua's got a concussion issue. If you take out Patrick Mahomes, we don't like something about all of them. The Chargers' brand is blowing leads, blowing games. And here's a guy that got him to the playoffs in a division with Patrick Mahomes in the tougher conference. The GOAT wasn't mobile. Tom Brady's the best quarterback ever, not mobile. There is no perfect quarterback. I didn't think Herbert was great. They don't have Mike Williams outside of Keenan Allen Quentin Johnson, the first-round receiver, appears to be a whiff. 
outside of left tackle. They couldn't block anybody for the Cowboys and had no run game. And for the last three years of his career, all of them, regardless of where he plays in L.A., home games feel like roadies. And he always takes the hit. Here he was after a pathetic, in, just an uninspiring performance by the Charger O-line. Here was Herbert after. They've got a really good front seven. Um, you know, I thought our offensive line battled, and they did a great job up front. Um, you know, unfortunately, we fell short, and I got to make more plays as a quarterback. You know, I think we can do a lot better on offense, and um, especially a quarterback, I, I can play a lot better. So it's on us as an offense. I really like the way our offensive line fought out there. They had six holding penalties, or was it seven? It matters. He's got an Eli Manning quality. When they win, he hides. When they lose, he goes to the podium and accepts the loss. This franchise, what would they be without Herbert? The defense, with the defensive head coach, three straight years, and big salary on the defensive side, 28th, 27th, 29th. And you don't like Herbert? J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. People are weird, man. Sports fans are strange. I mean, listen, they're bailing on Hurts after one bad game against the Jets. They're bailing on Herbert because of the Island game performance. Brock Purdy now is overrated. Oh, no he's good. trash. He's total garbage. Brock <laughs> Purdy, come on. Like, there's no, basically, there's no good quarterbacks in the league. Not named Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Now, the one By the thing- way, Caleb Williams in college. Overrated now. Well, Mm. (laughs) I I, I made a couple comments. I didn't say overrated. I still said I'd take him one. I am looking at the Herbert contract. um, Essentially, this was supposed to be their year. He's still on his rookie deal. Next year, cap hit is bigger. And then in 2025, it's significant. So, unfortunately, the Chargers basically, I can't say that word, wasted Justin Herbert's rookie contract. When you're supposed to thrive and make your roster, they whiffed. As the league was pivoting to offense... They went with a defensive coach who was cheaper than Brian Dable. You get what you pay for. Coaches, cars, toilet paper, furniture. You get what you pay for. They could have had Dable, an offensive coach. By the way, Dable would love to have that job. I think Charger fans (laughs) would love to have him. Yeah. I mean, I'm not here to pick on Brandon Staley, but when I watched that game last night, Blown coverages again, blown third down, silly penalties by Derwin James. They don't feel well coached. Disappointing. Uh, All right, let's go to the uh, 49ers. Big, big week of injury news here for the Niners. Coming off their first loss, Christian McCaffrey. um, It's a rib oblique injury. We don't know the results of the MRI. Could know soon. Um, Let's hear Kyle Shanahan on CMAC. Obviously a tougher position, um, just because you get hit a lot more. Um, but we just got to see how it reacts. We got to see exactly what's wrong with it, too, because we haven't got that back yet. So we say oblique slash rib. Hopefully it's not both. Listen, NFL guys are tougher than you even think. They play hurt all the time. Okay. All right. It's, it's fair. But, um, no, there's a Monday night football game against the Vikings coming up. So an yeah, extra day. Extra day. That being said. I like their backup running backs. I wouldn't sh- play them. At sh- on a short week after that, it's it's Bengals, which yeah, I, on I, some people's level could have been a Super Bowl preview. I think their backup backs have run well. Mason runs hard. Yeah, it, it gets I, tough. I wouldn't play him. And then Elijah Mitchell's expected to get more carries. Yeah, they we got depth. And a- after fine. the Bengals, you know, then it's uh, you know Jags. Like I think they're bigger fish to fry. So I 
it feels like maybe C-Max sits this out precautionary. We'll see on Debo and Trent Williams. Trent Williams uh, is the one that worries me. Well, there, there is no backup to Trent Williams. The, the backup running backs aren't Christian, but they're, they run hard. Yeah. You don't get all the viability and dexterity as a Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. But the guys run hard. I, I think they're, they can go into Minnesota and win that game convincingly without Christian McCaffrey. So the, what would you guess the line would be? Knowing all that injury, we it's don't at know. Minnesota, probably it's at Minnesota, probably six and a half. Yeah, six and a half, seven in some yeah, spots. Yeah. I already took the Niners in this and a bounce back. Yeah. So last week, the Browns could get pressure with four. They didn't have to blitz. They sat back in man coverage and jammed, and it was like, oh, geez. Brock Purdy under duress, and his guys weren't getting separation. A lot of backup receivers. Minnesota can't get pressure with their front four. They're going to have to blitz four as once, too. I think San Francisco should be fine. Uh, next up, Justin Fields. More bad quarterback news. Suffered a dislocated thumb in the loss to the Vikings. Apparently, it happened on that play right there. He is doubtful for the Raiders. When you hear doubtful this early in the week, he ain't playing. So, the uh, <laughs> the backup quarterback is someone named Tyson Badgent, an yeah. undrafted rookie. Yeah, he's from a college I'd never heard of. I watched him this week. Division two well, or three? His, yeah, it was, he made his first couple snaps weren't great. Bro, but. His first, I think his first snap was a fumble, yeah. and they ran it back for yeah. the score. Yeah, yeah. Um, Someone pulled the numbers on undrafted rookie quarterbacks yeah. in their first year, how they did, and it's really, really bad. Like, a lot of interceptions. The speed of the game going who, from whatever who, level who he was at. the Bears play this week? Raiders? I just well the Raiders sound like they're not going to have Jimmy G. It's going to be uh, I, Brian I like Hoyer. The, I like their back. I, Aiden AOC. O'Connell. I think he's a AOC. I like that. But that's he, his, that's his initials. AOC. That's what yeah, they're calling him. I think he's pretty interesting as a backup. He's a he's a good backup. Can, he's not going to run around a lot, but he can sit in the pocket. Purdue kid throw strikes to the, those receivers. He's a pretty good backup so far. Rookie, but he's pretty good. I like so him. You you like Raiders? I can't believe the Raiders are five hundred. I mean, they, they are so. Oof. They first of all. Their offensive personnel is good, and Max Crosby is unblockable. They one player on defense. Well, I'm, I, I got news for you. Micah Parsons last night. One great edge rusher blows up everything. They could not block Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons just kept going to the he kept going to the right side of the Chargers line. He stayed away from Rashawn Slater. He went the other side. He went side. to Pipkins, and 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 Kellen Moore did not. Hey, maybe we should send a running back to help or a tight end. None of that. And Micah Parsons is doing all these moves and getting by him like it's nothing. No, I mean, Micah could basically just search and destroy. He would just go to the weak okay. side of the O-line and go. Listen, I know you played a high level of football in high school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I- I'm sure, Colin, on some level, the coach was like, hey, we can't block number one. Yeah. We need to double team him. I want two guys on him at all times. It- How hard is that? Like, uh, again, I'm coaching my kids in youth basketball. If some guy's scoring 30 points, guys, we're running a double at him the well, second he crosses I mean, half court listen, and a third defender. Like, listen, come Wilt, on. Wilt scored 100 points. They oh, never doubled Wilt's him. seven feet tall. Some like, coaches that was, are slower. Playing against six foot eight firefighters, okay? <laughs> um, I'm just kidding about that. But in reality, like, you see Micah Parsons on the edge. No, I'm watching the same game. Two it's, guys, please. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm. I don't like beating up on coaches. I just... I watched that game last night, and I thought... The Cowboys tried to give it away with all those penalties and the special teams nonsense. Yeah. And I thought the Chargers, I, I love the fact that Aikman called out the Chargers who blew a coverage in the red zone. It's like the 10-yard line. He's like, they, that's just a blown coverage. Yeah. It's hard to blow a coverage at the 7. There's not a lot of space. I should also add the Chargers are coming off a bye week. So you had basically two weeks to prepare for Micah Parsons. Two. And you did. That's, that's, I, I'm glad I'm not the only person that thinks that.
I know people now people are like, he only had one sack. Wrong. Do you see how much he's impacting oh, the game coming off the edge? He Getting is. Herbert off his spot? Final story. Denver Broncos, they're a uh, really, really bad team right now. Um, their defense is giving up 33 points a game, 440 yards. And rumors indicate that there could be a change. Now, I don't know how much to believe in this, but I, according I, to this former punter from the Colts oh named Pat McAfee, boy. Sean Payton could look to replace Vance Joseph with, wait for it, Rex Ryan? What? I don't, I don't think this is going to happen. But is this worse than you. like Jeff Saturday? Hey, hey, Jeff, can you come off the TV set and go coach the Colts? Yeah, I like, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Rex but, Ryan you know, hasn't been coached since 2016. Yeah, and 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 Rex and, is a TV personality. I mean, this TV personality thing, Mike Mayock, Jeff Saturday, they're very instructive and interesting on TV. I don't, I know actually, well, I know Jeff Saturday. Well, I love him. Um, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. So, I mean, it, Joe Gibbs is one of the greatest coaches ever. He was gone for a decade, came back in. It felt rusty yeah. that first year. So, it's, it's, yeah. Feels like maybe Rex Ryan's in a contract dispute and he's trying to get some leverage or something. Like, come on. There's Sean Payton going after him. He's more likely to have you be the quarterback's coach no, of the Broncos. No. Come on. Just be nice. Just play nice. You and Russell Wilson are buddies. That might work. No, not anymore. Well, I also look kind of like Russell Wilson. I hear that sometimes. <laughs> Is that for you? Who do you hear that from? <laughs> Nobody I've ever met. But, the people yeah. on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Your favorite okay. social media app. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. So, uh, speaking of guys I've worked with, Teddy Bruschi, who's another just great guy, said that Bill Belichick should retire after this season. Quote, Don Shula doesn't matter. You're the better coach. Multiple Super Bowls over Shula. You're the better coach. Um... I agree, but I think Bill Belichick thinks Mac Jones is the problem. Um, And I don't think Bill Belichick truly believes that Robert Kraft would fire him. Uh, If I own the Patriots, I would do three or four things in this order. I would call Belichick, thank him, build him a statue, write him a check, and move on. I would then hire Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Now, number three, depending on where I'm drafting, I would draft Caleb Williams or Drake May over Mac Jones. But if I can't get one of those two, then I would simply use draft capital, rebuild the tight end and wide receiver group, and give Mac one more year to see if he can win games. It has not been fair. They literally drafted three guards and two kickers. They re-signed Devontae Parker. The Jacoby Myers situation really illustrates how out of touch Belichick is. Jacoby Myers, for any of us watching the Patriots, was like a bright light at wide receiver. Could separate. Had twice as many catches and touchdowns as Devontae Parker. They let him go, and four years younger. Cheaper. They let him go. For Devontae Parker. And now Jacoby Myers with a coach you guys don't like. Right? Josh McDaniels. A quarterback you don't like. Jimmy Garoppolo and Aiden O'Connell is having a very good year. That move alone illustrates how absolutely tone deaf to offensive skill players this organization is. The Patriots' offensive skill positions Looks like they're trying to tank. 
Who would sign Devontae Parker and let Jacoby Myers go? I watched every Patriot game. He was the only guy that could separate. He was four years younger. Teammates loved him. What are you doing? It's like it's sabotage. Three guards, two kickers. So I would build Bill a statue. I'd hire Ben Johnson. If I have the seventh or eighth pick and can't get Caleb Williams or Drake May, I would use draft capital as much as I could, rebuild the wide receiver and tight end group, and stay with Mac for a year. By the way, it's not just Mac Jones. The entire offense is regressing. The run game since Tom Brady left, worse each year. Bills had too much power for too long. Brady had enough and left. The offense as a whole has regressed from drafting, developing, resigning, and keeping players. Build a statue, get Ben Johnson. Mac, if you can't get the two top prospects, go get a left tackle, go get an edge rusher, go get a star receiver, go get Mac help if you can't get Drake May or Caleb Williams. But I think Teddy Bruschi is right. I would step down. It's ugly, and I'll say it again. Pete Carroll has pivoted four times in Seattle alone. Pre-Russell Wilson, he made the playoffs. Russell Wilson, two Super Bowls. Old Russ, viable. Geno Smith, playoffs. Four pivots, one team. Bill can't pivot once in New England. It's just, you're looking at it. I'm looking at it. They drafted three guards and two kickers as the slowest team. Let Jacoby Myers go. Resign Devontae Parker. Are you tanking? What, what, are you do, what are you doing? There's nobody in New England that didn't like the future of Jacoby Myers. It's the one guy who could separate. Mind-boggling to me. All right, Nick Wright and Herd Hierarchy, top of next hour. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply hi it's the herd the thrill and excitement of march mania is here and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code heard. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Sunday, it's a huge day of football on Fox as Jared Goff and the Lions take on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens or the Steelers battle the Rams or other regional action. Check for the game in your area only on Fox and the Fox Sports app. Actually, some really interesting games. Steelers, Rams. Rams are out of running backs. If you don't think coaching matters, Raheem Morris, the defensive D.C. for uh, the Rams, they got Aaron Donald and kids. That defense is playing their butt off. It's amazing how much coaching matters. We always know football coaching matters. Rams defensive coaching is really good. Philadelphia rolled over them for three and a half hours, and they kept it competitive. So Robert Sala, coach of the Jets, says Aaron Rodgers hanging around the facility, being on the sidelines, being on the headset is his superpower for this team. Here's the coach. His superpower is his presence. Um, and him being in this building, being around his teammates, being in the locker room, his, his positive attitude, the, uh, his, his thoughts of manifestation and all that stuff, I think it's powerful. I guess you'd have to ask Hackett on how much it actually provides, but I, I definitely know he's, he's got thoughts, and uh, I know he's helping the quarterback the best he can. So him having a headset on, I, de- I, I can tell you this much, it's, it doesn't hurt. Uh, and for the record, uh, if Aaron Rodgers could help Zach Wilson 18 23%, it's a huge win, especially in New York, and I'll tell you why. So Zach Wilson's last three starts are more than capable. His coming out party, 67% completion percentage, passer rating high 80s, two touchdown, one pick. Yes, there's some limitations, but it's not disastrous. It's capable. And just being capable for Zach Wilson is huge for a lot of reasons. This is a big market, a thirsty media. An unraveling, incapable quarterback makes you the noisiest franchise in the league. Capable is boring. Nobody cares. That's exactly what the Jets want. Secondly, it allows with your first pick next year, which you still retain, to go get a left tackle. 
The rest of the O-line's okay. They're a mess at tackle. Go get one. It's a great year for the college draft and tackles. Also, you can add to the wide receiver depth. It's another good year of wide receiver talent. So the Zach Wilson unraveling for a franchise quarterback, a number two pick in New York to be unraveling. It's different in Carolina. It's different in Green Bay with Jordan Love. Jordan Love's struggling. They've got his back. It almost feels like a high school, college, media, and fan base. We've got his back. In New York, it's highly competitive media, sports talk radio, multiple papers, multiple sports departments, national, international, domestic, big, regional, unraveling, number two picks, makes you the noisiest franchise in the league. Then you add Aaron Rodgers and Stir. So just being capable brings down the noise for the Jets. And if you look at his last three starts, if this is what he is, he could be a top five backup in the league. Don't think it matters. Aaron's going to be 40 off Achilles surgery. Achilles surgery. Your backup quarterback's going to play. You may just build in an off week. So to me, you know, I was told this years ago, if you invest in something and it doesn't go as planned, can you still monetize it? Can you figure a way that something you invested some money in, it may not be a huge win, can you break even? Can you monetize it at some level? Zach Wilson may not be a franchise guy. If he comes next couple of years a top backup, he's quiet, he's grateful, he's a good understudy, Aaron returns, you don't have to draft a quarterback next year, you can concentrate Wide receiver depth after Garrett Wilson. Get a left tackle with your first pick and a good left tackle draft. Not bad. Just just elevating Zach 18, 20% in a city like New York. Win. Big win. So uh, I saw this. Uh, we called him yesterday the speedboat of the NFL. Pretty much worthless in choppy weather in the Atlantic in February, but a lot of fun in the summer. The Miami Dolphins joined the 1958 Colts. Who doesn't remember that team? As one of only two teams in NFL history to have 50, 15 rushing touchdowns and 15 passing touchdowns through six games. Number one offense. The Colts would go on to win the championship that year. But in the last 20 Super Bowl champs, only two one being Kansas City last year. Good luck trying to replicate Andy Reid and Mahomes. <laughs> and they have Chris Jones. Dolphins do not have a defensive player like that up front. Um, that's it in, 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 in recent history. So the number one offense doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh, Pre-Randy Moss and post-Randy Moss, the Patriots were a dynasty. They were way more fun to watch during the Randy Moss years. And so my takeaway on Miami is... They feel a little bit, and I say this lovingly because I've seen a lot of this, they're like a heavyweight fighter with a glass chin. You push back a little bit, you land a punch, they can fold really quick. But those fighters are a blast to watch. And the first six weeks in the NFL is your best weather. It's a real advantage for offensive coaches and speed offenses. The first six weeks, though, are a bit of a mirage. Last year's AFC Championship game... Cincinnati at Arrowhead, 15-mile-an-hour winds, gusts up to 25, 23 degrees. Tua's from Hawaii. By the way, if you look at Tua's record in the NFL in really cold-weather games, now Miami could be the number one seed, 
but he is 0-5 in sub-50-degree weather with a passer rating at 71. Now, some of that's probably early stuff, I imagine. Uh, but we saw Buffalo land some punches and Miami folded. So it, it's I love the fact that I think a lot of coaches who are a little more uh, regressive or a little more conservative can watch Miami. They're a great example of what you can do if you've got speed on the perimeter. It's an offense that basically New England could never duplicate or even attempt. Uh, but most teams have some speed. So I love what they bring to the table. I think they're a lot of fun. I do not think it translates to anything at the end of the year. I think the NFL's always been about New England's a great example. Kansas City, too. What are you Thanksgiving on? But it's fun. Nick Wright, Herd Hierarchy, top of the hour. Yeah, last year's AFC Championship game, Cincinnati at Arrowhead. 23 degrees, 15-mile-an-hour winds, and 25-mile-an-hour gusts. <laughs> that is funny to say that, but that's exactly what it was. So my herd hierarchy today, so you're going to get all worked up on this, J-Mac. Remember, the herd hierarchy is not standings. Teams that lose in my herd hierarchy don't necessarily go down. They don't always go up, but they don't necessarily go down. And I've got a team that I think the entire sport is sleeping on. I'm going to ride them. I rode them this week in one. I like them a lot. Uh, yeah. You know, I got a bit of a confession to make. What? I cheated and looked at the herd hierarchy already. Okay. So I'll just say I'm not that surprised. I mean, I did shout to you during the commercial break, what are you doing? Right. But uh, a little overrated right now. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. So, uh, you're still a little bitter on last night because we both had the Chargers. I mean, listen, I went 5-0 and in the contest last week. Chargers cost me. Mac Jones cost me. So, 2-3 and three this week. Yeah, same. That's not going to win the million bucks. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to win it's that. Not, it's probably not happening for me this but week. But, you know, probably. I will say that as I watch that game, my wife always says, in life, you're right or you're learning. And I'm not going to bet the Chargers anymore because I, I came to this conclusion last night. If you're on a bye week, a bye week should help. Now, it always helps offensive coaches, almost always. doesn't help defensive coaches as much. If you're on a bye week and you don't have any second gear on how to block Micah and the right side of your offensive line, mm. I mean, I, I, I watched it, and everybody's going to bang on just McCarthy for some of the 11 penalties. The Chargers had nine off a bye couldn't for four quarters figure out a way to block any of the Cowboys up front. I mean, it was distress outside of left tackle. And I will tell you this, Quentin Johnston, off a bye, invisible, the number one draft pick at wide receiver, mm. invisible. Is he in motion? Are there ways to get it to him behind the line? A big, strong, fast receiver. Anybody considered that? Well... I think the bigger issue is potentially Herbert's fractured finger in his non-throwing hand. Somebody has looked at the stats. Look what he did the two weeks before he got injured against Vegas. He carved up Tennessee. He was incredible throwing the football. Amazing game, 445 yards against yes, Minnesota. He's hurt. He and didn't it, look great last time. And I know people are going to say excuses. Well, they had no run game, relentless pressure, and he was hurt. Those are reasons, not excuses. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.